Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtun Millwall. Listeners, right here, right now. Well, there's not many of us right here, right now at the moment. This is the Den. Tuesday night, 23rd of October. My name is, of course, Nick Hart. You are listening to Achtung Mill, the number one Mill podcast. And I've got to say, uh, it's a sparse Den at the moment as the teams line up on the big screen. They're ready to enter the, the arena. Uh, not many of us in here at the moment, dear listeners. Uh, not many outside, not many in the Den. Not that many on the concourse downstairs. So uh, clearly, Wigan Athletic. Um, I'm not the draw that you might hope for on a Tuesday night. Neither is the Lions form at the moment, dear listeners. 22nd in the table. Played 13-1-2, drawn four, lost seven, including last Saturday at Reading. We've scored just 14 goals. That's just barely won a game. Uh, conceded 22 points, 10. 22nd in the relegation zone at the moment. This will be a dispiriting sight. Uh, the attendance has been good this season, but uh, the den is rather empty and flat. And very Wigan-like, dear listeners. Our visitors, Wigan Athletic, not Wigan Casino. I nearly said Wigan Casino there. That was a Northern Soul Club, which I will dwell on, actually, later on. Um, our, our visitors are placed eighth in the table, just outside the top six. Uh, played 13-2, 1-6, drawn two, lost five. They've also only just con- got a goal again. Uh, scored 15, conceded 16. They can score one and concede one, largely speaking. Points 20, so... Uh, the story of the Lions' season is that we create huge numbers of chances, 
and don't score enough of them, do we, dear listeners? You know that too. As Neil Harris said Saturday, we've only served, scored, served, served up one of our chances, which were over 20-plus shots at the uh, Majeski Stadium last Saturday. Top scorer of the season, Lee Gregory with five. And uh, Jake Saunders, as you know, Jake, writing on the news at then says that Mill in the last three games have had 64 shots on goal, 64 shots in three games, 25 of which have been on target, um, 31 corners. We've hit the bar three times and scored just five of those 25 shots on target, one chance in five to get a goal. That is the story of Mill's season, says Jake, and I think making him right. Mill Harris, not concerned. Speaking to News of Den, bottom three, he says, but we're playing well. Uh, we keep on playing well like this. Neil, we're going to go down, mate. I barely caught the uh, the team news whilst I was taking my pre-match ablutions. Um, I believe I heard Murray Wallace is starting. Yes, he is out there. So no place um, for Hutchins, who I presume to be on the bench. And Tom Elliott starts, so Morrison's also on the bench. Uh, Amos continues in goal. Otherwise, it's the team that took the field on Saturday, played pretty well uh, for last chunks. If you listen to our previous show, you will know that, dear listeners. But playing pretty well and not getting the goals is not good enough. And uh, tonight is a critical game, in my opinion. Massive, according to Jake Sanders. Do or die, he says. Um, interestingly, 23rd of October, not only is that my birthday, dear listeners, thank you very much. Uh, the cards and, and well wishes are much appreciated. Um, but it's also the uh, anniversary of the Battle of El Alamein in 1942. I know that's rather a more critical event than Millwall playing Wigan, fighting off early season relegation fears, but that was also a starting point. Let's hope this tonight is a starting point too. Yes, I really did compare Millwall playing Wigan with one of the uh, iconic events of the Second World War. I really did do that. Atmosphere is flat as a Reading home crowd. I regret to inform you. Wigan line up in all yellow, a kind of gold yellow. Lions obviously in blue and white. And they'll be attacking the away end in the first half in accordance with parliamentary legislation since 1873. Early throw-in for Wigan over on the far side, over by the Witten Timber-sponsored gardener's hut. Far away, right to the right, that's where I sit. Wigan going to get a chance to cross the ball. Now they've run straight into Marlon and that should be a clearance. And indeed, is dear listener, is... Listeners, incidentally, thank you to everyone who's rated the show on Apple iTunes. It does um, actually. I'm going to long ball over the top towards Lee Gregory. That's going to be cleared by the, the Wigan. I'm going to say it makes a big difference and, and think something like it enables us to grow our show, which is what the standard thing is you say on a podcast. Beautiful take and turn there by Jed Wallace running down the right wing. That was fantastic. Ball into the box. That's going to go for a middle throw. In. One minute on the clock. Uh, I'm not sure how it does uh, grow or enhance our podcast other than making me feel good about myself, but I like to feel good about myself, and it is my birthday, so thank you to everyone who's rated us and put four or five stars, and if you say nice things, I will love you forever. Long time, Mr. This is Wigan, coming down our left-hand side, crossing across the ball, that, that's at the edge of the penalty area, there's a shot from distance, blocked at the last, a little moment of... Um, Hint of danger there, dear listeners. They they didn't fart about with it. They got the cross in, and Millwall looked under under pressure there for a moment. This is Tom Elliott now on the left side of the penalty area. He's running into the box. Runs straight into trouble, dear listeners. No no uh, penalty shadow. I didn't think that was a penalty in all honesty. I must be honest. Must I? I'm like Abraham Lincoln. I cannot tell a lie. That didn't look like a penalty to me. Three minutes. Long ball forwards. That's a nice flick header for Tom Elliott. 
Gregory takes. Now's Jed. Four and a half minutes in. Jed coming down the right. He's had to stop slightly. Balls floated across the box. Williams almost puts it wide. Almost puts it into his own net there by the 22. Trying to head it back towards Gregory. Nice little idea. But it's gone for a corner on the right-hand side. Yet another corner to add to our incessant flurry of corners we seem to be getting at the moment. In it comes from Sean Williams. It's deep to the far post but taken by the orange-clad goalkeeper. It's, it's not a million miles in shade from their, from their away kit, that, the goalkeeper. But anyway, I won't be picky about such things. Wigan is, of course, not really a football town, is it, dear listeners? A rugby league town by rights. Most famous thing for me from Wigan is the Wigan Casino Northern Soul Club. Home of Northern Soul, which I always thought meant it came from the northern part of the USA, as against Southern Soul, which is also a thing. But no, it means that um, it's a kind of mid-60s uh, Motown-ish, but not Motown, soul music, favoured by um, young people from the northern part of England. Not Northern America at all. Northern, you know, I was thinking of New York, Chicago, uh, Detroit, those kinds of places. But it's defined on Wiki, that, that fine source of information, as mid-60s US soul music. That's eschews, it eschews Motown. Um, mentions people like Jackie Wilson, Edwin Starr, Junior Walker, um, all of whom did play the Wigan Casino Club. Um, some lovely footage, incidentally. I was looking at some today just to kill some time in the afternoon. Some fantastic footage of Northern Soul dancing. I do remember that Brian Tilsley in um, Coronation Street went to the, uh, the Wigan Casino Club much to the chagrin of, of Gail Tilsley because I think he was a little bit lively with the old dancing, the old kind of skipping kind of dance that you do on the um, well you do, I, I, I say you in the kind of um, widest sense of the word, I don't do it and uh, whether you do it, I don't know but um, certainly it's, it, is, it is done at the Northern Soul Emporia skipping and kind of twisting a couple of backflips things of that kind, it's, it's something I mean it's the, the, the music, you either love it or you, you aren't bothered about it but um, like it. Not much to report, as you'll gather from my diatribe there on Northern Soul, coming towards the ninth minute of the match. I sound like a right lefty DJ with all that Northern Soul stuff. I was accused of being a lefty DJ on on um, Twitter. I did a couple of uh, political interviews, as you probably would have picked up over the course of the summertime, and one of the reactions from the, the DFLA version that I did was to be accused of being a lefty DJ, which made me sound like a Marxist-Leninist um, Tony Blackburn or uh, Kid Jensen or someone. Tony Bolshevik, perhaps. Long ball down the left-hand side. This is Lee Gregory now down by the left corner flag. He's got minimal support. He's got Ferguson with him now. He draws a free kick and gets pushed over. That was, that was nice guile by uh, Gregory there from the 21. Who's sporting black guy, sporting a blonde haircut. There used to be a, uh, a dancer in uh, the Kenny Everett show with that kind of style. I think it was like... Um, it was meant to be loose and, uh, you know, erotic. And that, this guy here has got like a blonde... Uh, it match, actually matches the colour of his shirt, the Wigan shirt. Same, same shade of yellow, kind of gold yellow. This is Ferguson, 10 minutes, come towards the 11th minute. Left-sided free kick, it's, it's lofted into the middle. Towards Elliot, who doesn't win jack on that, I'm afraid. Back into the mix, bouncing around. Falls to Elliot. For wide, this is Ferguson again. Ball into the middle, that's headed clear by... The Kenny Everett, um, Legs and Co, that was the name of the dance troupe, wasn't it? Legs and Co. They used to do things like Starship Trooper routines involving bending over in uh, you know, suggestive ways to the camera. It was of its time. Younger listeners will know what I'm prattling on about. Ball into the middle. 
taken easy enough by the uh, orange clad goalkeeper, Tangerine. Tangerine Dream. There's an art rock band from the past. Where'd that come from? Prog rock from the, uh, the early 70s. Tangerine Dream. I, I remember reading Tangerine Dream when their, their kind of uh, japes would be to um, have kind of random sounds playing as you entered the, the auditorium. Let's say that'd be the concert itself at some point. You didn't, and you didn't know it was going on while you were taking your seat and buying your, your drink and uh, whatever else you were doing. Lofty clear from the, the defence here by Wigan. Taken easy enough in the event by the goalkeeper. Nice flick of header on from Tom Elliott there, put into touch by the Latix defender. Latix, I, I believe that's their nickname. Founded in 1932, Wigan. Entered the Football League quite late, 1978-79. I do remember them coming in. It never used to be that um, non-league clubs got voted in very often. They took the place of Southport. If you anyone interested, it's a long throw from Ryan Leonard in from the left side. That's in towards Jake Cooper, who gets a little flicky. Yeah, but taken again by the goalkeeper to no avail. 12, 13 minutes. Incidentally, if my diatribe on Northern Soul sparks your interest, there is a movie called Northern Long Ball over the top for Elliot to chase. Goalkeeper collects first. Nice run through on goal by Tom Elliott there, but goalkeeper was equal to the part. Yeah, a movie called Northern Soul by a director called Elaine Constantine, 2014. Plus, not much, but the, uh, the the depiction of the, the northern soul scene is well worth a look if that's your thing. And if it's not your thing, well, don't bother. That's a flick header on from the Wigan end there, the Wigan side. This is a ball across the box. That was a chance. That was a head flick header on down our left side. Cut across the, the middle goal with no one following through on 13. And that was a chance for Wigan. As I said earlier on, 22 goals conceded this season, dear listeners. And uh, our defence has looked very fragile. Harry Warren compared Murray Wallace with a, a cart horse on Saturday and um, that was actually down the left that, that, that there but we do look very leaden footed in defence WhatsApp message at, uh, from Harry comparing Murray not with a cart horse tonight but he's being compared with uh, Tony Craig minus the passion this is the Lions 15 minutes not a huge amount to report a couple of gold balls across our box and not much else in all honesty Work by Elliot there to uh, take and turn, then win the ball back when Gregory was dispossessed. This is lines on the attack now. Nice move down the right hand side. 15 minutes. Ball across the box. No one there to touch it in. That was a real chance there for the lines. We do keep possession. This is Meredith on the left. Finds finds Ferguson. Ferguson wins a corner, left side of corner. Nice work, Newell. Lively as stuff. Lively, lively, lively. That's Bella. 16 minutes on the clock. And it comes from the left from Ferguson. Hits the defender unfortunately, bounces back out wide left. It's going to be Ferguson again. It's Williams, digs it in. Taken turn by Gregory, just trying to one-two it there with Murray Wallace. Back to the fruits that the goalkeeper collects in the event. I keep getting pestered by approaches to sponsor the podcast from betting companies. I think they're trying to tap into some authenticity. Um, I won't name them, but they're, they're, they're tedious in their approaches. Always the same. Always trying to sell you that they're going to pay you money and uh, get get with the fans when actually they want you to do want you to do, not me because I don't touch this stuff. But they want you to give them money. And uh, as my old granddad once pointed out to me, you never see a skin bookmaker, Nick, do you? So uh, Bet365's odds today are Mill to 6-5 uh, to five, home on against, I don't know. Draw 12-5, 13-5. Wigan, make of that what you will do, listeners. I, th- I find betting um, a kind of a, a cancerous presence in sport generally. 
and um, I know I sound a bit puritanical, I'm not puritan at all, far from it, but I just find the betting industry to be a malign influence in modern day sport and football especially, so I always fuck them off basically. So you won't get my show sponsored by any betting companies or any other kind of sponsorship particularly, I don't want their money particularly, so if they're offering me millions I'd want that money, but they're not. They're offering you like fractions and they want your soul for those fractions. 18 minutes, we're going to on the attack. That ball is, is headed back by uh, Cooper. We can see possession immediately. Thankfully, draw a free kick out of the deal. Sorry if I've offended any gamblers or you know, people who have, a, have an addiction under control or anything, anyone of that kind. It's my show, my rules, as the, the pub landlord says. My gaff, my rules. Point. Long ball forwards to Tom Elliott, catches it on the chest and volleys, but that's high over the bar. We've been a point out after touchdown in, in American football, but not in soccer. 20 minutes in, it's a poor game, in all honesty. Lions look vaguely, vaguely dangerous in the most vague sense of the word vague. Uh, Wigan probably looks slightly sharper on, on less occasions, but overall it's no advert for the championship. 20 minutes in. What's that from Harry? It's shit, he says. I'm fed up. There's no ambition. He wants three players in January. Marshall, Ben Marshall, I'm guessing. Ben Thompson back. And John Marquis, there's a, there's a radical call. John Marquis got some great numbers. 50-odd goals from 115 appearances I saw on, on the Twitter earlier on. Um, well, well, of course he had his chance at Millwall. He had plenty of chances, didn't he? But he didn't take off here. But he has taken off at Doncaster. Um, a few players have taken off elsewhere other than the Den. I'm thinking here of Lewis Graben. I know that uh, might be a you know, controversial call. But um, other players have not flourished here and gone elsewhere. Why, why that is, I don't know. I think John had that burden of being a Millwall fan and the extra you know, spread of uh, criticism, Nutella spread that you get for being a Millwall fan and playing for the Lions. Certainly he's, <clears throat> he's done well at Doncaster and will expect to get a, a big deal at some point, I think, with that scoring ratio. Can't argue those numbers. 50-odd goals from 100, uh, I think it's 115 appearances. So well done, John Marquis. Good work by Lee Gregory, wins possession for the Lions. It's from the edge of the penalty area. It's Sean Williams blasts wide right, 24 minutes. Nice work there by uh, Lee Gregory. Committed work. I mean, he's, he, he, I've said it before, we'll say it again, the industry of the man is something to behold. But unfortunately, that was just a, a shot wide from a, retrieving a ball forwards that really had every right to go out for a goal kick there by Lee Gregory. It's a random voice over from the far side of the ground. The only word I can make out in a kind of a, a spleen-filled invective. The only word I can make out is come. But I know where he feels, 25 minutes in. There is there is not much ambition at the moment, as, as Harry says. Certainly not an awful lot of um, sense of danger. We, we have a lot of the ball. We look dangerous going down the right, but no execution in the middle. Possession breaks down midfield. This is Wallace on the break. Now he finds Gregor on the right. Ball into the mix. Put behind somehow by the 21. There's a moment there where Gregory put the ball into the middle. It could have gone anywhere. Elliot was free. Somehow the Wigan defence get it over for a corner on the far right side. That was a real chance there. Nice, nice work by Jed to break from midfield. Loose ball by Wigan. They've done that a couple of times in the match so far. They don't look like the, the most um, stern of opponents. And we really must be thinking, despite our own flat approach, we must be thinking in terms of winning this because we don't win this kind of game. We're deeply in the mire, dear listeners. Anyway, in comes the, the, the corner. Towards uh, Jake Cooper heads it into the one space where there was no one there, and Wigan will take it. That's a, that's a corner. The, the ten very loose there gives away another corner. 
taken short this time. This is this is uh, Wallace ball into the middle. Falls to Tom Elliott his blast against the first defender. Marlon there punts the ball forwards towards Cooper. That's gone straight down the middle. That was hopeless. All momentum killed there. There's a moment's opportunity for Tom Elliott. Unfortunately, he contrived to hit the defender rather than the target. Dennis's. Yet another um, shot that goes into our ever-increasing tally that don't score. Some forgotten men for you here, dear listeners. Jem Karakan. I've written down a few. A list of forgotten men. Jem uh, Karakan. Uh, Ryan Tunnicliffe on the bench, I know. Bradshaw is on the bench. Million-pound striker. Jury Skalak, I, I believe he's on the bench. Byron Webster not, on, not in favour for whatever reason. I don't know what has become a big Byron, but um, he's got kind of a jeweled nest kind of... Um, destined to move out in, in January kind of vibe to him at the moment isn't he it's not been a happy squad this season what with the Jordan Archer affair and now the Byron Webster affair um, there's, there's been a kind of an odd um, sense of sourness about the place we haven't really kick started the season here's the lines on attack ball's conceded to Ferguson just outside the D he shoots from distance on target little mummy had to take and turn and he did well there again loose play by Wigan they're giving the ball away quite cheaply to us. We, we have to exploit this flaw in their game, dear listeners. They want to pass the ball, but they do give the ball away quite easily. Nice take and turn there by Shane Ferguson. Taken easily enough in the event by the goalkeeper. Incidentally, did you see that stat from Saturday? The um, Finnish goalkeeper for Reading, I can't think of his name now. Uh, Jaskinen, Jaskalainen. Made ten saves, ten saves. That was the most in any championship fixture on Saturday. Ten Saves, so I can see this one tonight going down a similar route. Ticking towards 31 minutes. Another mill free kick inside our own half. Another chance to pump the ball forwards to Tom Elliott, I dare say. Launched from the Howitzer. Gregory takes on the feet inside the penalty area. It's out wide left now to Ferguson, whose ball has again hit the first defender. There's a lot of that going on, as you'll probably gather from my stream of consciousness. Looks like Kenny Jacket in the crowd up there, is it? I can't be Kenny Jacket. There's an elderly-looking chap. Reminds me, that might be saying about me. Might be me. Here comes Jed down the right-hand side. Ball into the mix towards Lee Gregory. The defender again gets between him and the goal and the ball. Fergie looking very good. Says Michael Avery on the WhatsApp group. I wish you could see my WhatsApp group. It's so funky and it's so exciting, but you can't because it's a private WhatsApp group. I can tell you the, the choice cuts from it. And Michael Avery says it's not flat. He says it's Ferguson is looking very good. I think it is flat, Michael. I'm not sure that Ferguson's looking any better than anyone else, but I'll take whatever he can offer up. 38 minutes, comes with 39 minutes. There's a southern region train, Trundles Pass. Is it still called southern region, dear listeners? A long time since I've been over in the heartland on this side of the water. Um, it used to be called southern region when I used to commute in from Hempstead Woods every day. Uh, it's probably called cool, but Network South East it's called, cool, isn't it? Something of that kind. I preferred Southern Region, didn't you? I preferred it nationalised. There we are. I said it. Then it comes from the left-hand side in the corner. Flick header over the bar. We got caught out Saturday with a flick header. And then he got caught out there with a flick header at the near post. We appear vulnerable in defence. I don't know if that's going to come as any shock or surprise, dear listeners, but uh, we do look a little bit at sixes and sevens this season. Watch it again on a big screen yet. Yeah, um, near post, whoever's guarding it near post, which I think may have been Marlon, was beaten to the punch. I wouldn't say this is the most scintillating of games. Tedious would be the word that would spring to my 
my lips but we don't want to be losing it or, or going behind at this, this late stage of a tedious half Meredith draws a late late yellow card in the first half holding um, under pressure and conceded possession he's not looked as um, great a player this season James Meredith he got caught there he's conceded a late free kick it's on the right side chance for Wigan to get the ball into the mix we have looked vulnerable to the cross it's about halfway inside the mill half so we've just got to see this through and it comes from the 36 that's 1-0 own goal <sighs> 36 put the ball into the middle it comes off the mill defender and goes in on the right hand side of the goal right at the death um, James Meredith concedes the free kick I'm afraid I'm going to have to be open in my criticism there he got caught in possession and then held the man back that gives him a, a chance to put the ball in that's a very soft goal to concede dear listeners very very soft indeed that's uh, worryingly soft there it is very last kick of the, of the first half it was a Millwall kick straight into her own net so 1-0 Wigan at the break um, I think I've said it all Let me tell you, long after tonight is all over, long after tonight is all gone, I'll be yours, forever and a day I'm gone. Some half-time tweets if you're bothered or interested, I'm not sure that team look all that bothered or interested in all honesty uh, Mill halfway line once again he says late in the half there is a problem here conceding a goal means problem here Millwall says Mill halfway line very true Rob Kemp an own goal well after injury time um, not shots on target for them I'm done says Rob 1885 the podcast says it's harsh to boo the players off after a decent half of football I want whatever you're on 1885 whatever's in your mug of bother I want um, but finishing and final decision making has let the side down again in the final third that and poor defending I say Henshaw says one minute of added time and they score officially on 45 plus 3 says Henshaw we're just not having any luck at all Keith Mackay El Maka dominate a game have multiple chances on goal then then a deflected goal on half time which was their only chance of the game standard says Keith Dan says long ball isn't working and we've looked to fret when Jed has a run at them. I agree with you there, Dan. Get Elliot off and give Bradshaw a proper chance. Debate on the WhatsApp group. Harry Warren says Amos is dog shit. Michael Avery disagrees. He says you're joking. He had no chance. Harry replies he gave that chance up. I'm not sure he gave it up. I think it was um, a very wicked deflection. And I'm not sure he gave it up, Harry. But I, I, I know I, I sense the frustration, mate. Michael argued that Jed and Gregors should both be taking it upon themselves to shoot. We should be better in the air with some of our corners and uh, bringing crosses that are literally centimetres forward or back to be uh, in the game, as he puts it. I think I mangled that, that paragraph, but I think you know what I mean. Big advert on the lead screen. Opt in at millwallfc.co.uk. Opt in to get your email to bombard you with marketing material. I'm not sure why I would opt into that to be absolutely honest not an awful lot of non-Millwall adverts there's a, a travel agency there that's going around it um, lead screens you know um, I don't like them do you I find them distracting but certainly the adverts that appear on our lead screens appear to be almost primarily uh, Millwall adverts not, not external um, ad advertisers my point I'm driving at dear listeners
What happened to Euro Ferries? They were a good uh, ferry company. Why aren't they advertising on their screens? They have plenty of money. Must have come, the goal must have come off of Jed Wallace. Danny saying decent finish from Jed Wallace, to be fair, with a crying his eyes out emoticon. I didn't, I didn't catch that in real time, Dan. This is nicely booked in the Mill Supporters Club. Um, half time, it's Millwall nil with an athletic one. A few grumbles from the home fans. Grumbles, that's a good old word, isn't it? As the referee blows to the interval. Harsh for the Lions to take and a cruel way to consider. There's a slightly Victorian quality to this. Grumbles and a cruel, oh, how may you treat me so cruelly, sir? It was a cheap foul from Meredith, it says, but we don't deserve to be losing this. A big half is needed. You can say that again, NSC. You can say that again. Come the two teams, second half. Looks like Aiden is about to enter the fray, dear listeners. That was a half time substitution. Don't know who's come out yet. So, so Brian's coming in from Meredith. Ferguson dropping back into left back position in that case. Not being uh, Meredith's greatest performance. Uh, in a season where I don't think he's looked that great either, but it's um, an attacking move, that's, that's what I will say. Lions kick us off, attacking the cold blow in the second half. Long ball forwards, finds Lee Gregory, falls to Tom Elliott. Inside ball to Ryan Leonard. He's, he, once again, the shot is just clipped and caught and blocked, as has been the way of the, of the season, certainly tonight's game, that's for sure. Wigan press forward now, 47 minutes coming down the middle left. That's a ball into the into the box. That's blocked by Murray Wallace. Over by the corner flag now. The Wigan man chases. That's going to go for a corner. Left-sided corner. 36 is going to take it, dear listeners. We will need to be on point. We can't concede a second goal if we do. I fear it's game over. That's near post. Headed up and away by Tom Elliott. Still bouncing around. Head tennis. Style, it should be Jake Cooper to clear it. He does with an almighty launch into orbit. Deep, deep, deep into Wigan territory. Chased down by uh, Lee Gregory. Does well to escape his man and get some space. He's clipped. I thought referee gives nothing. I thought he was um, bundled from behind, but referee gives you nothing there. 48 minutes. Neil Harris, of course, uh, reported the refereeing on Saturday to the whatever panel or the, the, the there's a dubious goals committee there must be a very poor refereeing committee at the EFL I don't expect an awful lot of action um, from that but he does report um, asking for uh, better quality referees fairer uh, adjudicating how much success we'll have on that front I, I, I wouldn't anticipate I wouldn't hang on for it dear listeners would you and Wigan will bring away as a chance the eight in space over hits it bravely in by Ben Amos bravely brave goalkeeper Ben Amos there on 49 minutes he's taken a knock there the 8 was through and that would have been a goal but for the bravery of Ben Amos I know he's taken some criticism Harry, Harry's um, words earlier on are based on what we've seen but that was brave goalkeeping by Ben Amos averted a second goal that would almost certainly have killed us off in this match the problem that we have of course is the target man is, is Tom Elliott um, the obvious replacement for Tom Elliott would be Steve Morris who must come into the game at some stage fairly soon I would expect um, Lee Gregory is um, putting, you know, working his socks off in that number nine shirt. Um, to take him off would be harsh, but um, Bradshaw at the moment is 
you know, resting his backside on the bench and uh, that's a million pounds worth of player sitting on the bench for no great purpose. We might as well keep that in the bank at the moment. Um, so Gregory for Bradshaw. The, the, the debate obviously is Bradshaw and Gregory up front. Um, we, we don't play that way and at this stage of the season as we sink further and further do we change style at this point or do we continue with a style that's got us into, into this dilemma? Leave that one with you, Dennis. There's a free kick in the centre circle. Williams gets clattered there. More questions and answers. Who said that? Was that Labby Siffrey saying that? Here comes Shane Ferguson on the left. His shot is blocked. It bounces up. It's headed back into the mix straight to the goalkeeper. Tell me if you've heard this song before. Even on the break. It goes down inside the penalty area. It rules a penalty. Ooh, another dodgy penalty. I don't know about that. Marlon again. Marlon penalised on Saturday, I believe. Penalised again with a penalty. Wigan four goes down. Gutty decision. 50-50 call, I think. I'm, I'm just, um, they won't show it again inside the stadium. It looked a harsh decision, but we keep getting harsh decisions. We keep not taking chances. So here we go. This should be a chance for Wigan to put, put them 2-0 up. And I think that will be should be game set and match despite there being 57 minutes on the clock 10's going to take it there we go runs up over the bar oh my giddy arm high over the bar wow little dodger bullet dear listeners 2-0 down I think we would have been down and out that's got the crowd into it. That's something to latch on to. Stroke of luck. But we can't depend on luck. That was high over the bar. Number 10, Windas. Anything, anything we can latch on to. We need energy from somewhere. That's not been apparent all night, and that, that may give it to us. Still flick out on from Tom Elliott. Now it's going to be... On the far left side, this is Aidan O'Brien under pressure. Was going to go for a throw in there. 58 minutes. Jay Cooper does well. His little Beckenbauer style turn. That's a ball across the the goal. Marlon Romeo, another goal. Uh, penalty conceded. There's attacking now on the right. Can he make amends for that? It's floating from Jed Wallace. That's deep on the left side. Ball bouncing up. The penalty. O'Brien goes down like a he crumples. <laughs> He's worked that one, dear listeners. He crumpled under. The, the barest touch I think the referee thought he got it wrong first time in all honesty and now he's awarded a, a balancing penalty down there that didn't look like a strong penalty if it had been given against us would have been gutted as it is we'll take a high ball into the left Aiden LeBlanc goes down under the barest touch and it's a Millwall penalty now big chance now to get back into the game 59 minutes it's going to be Sean Williams it takes interesting not, not Lee Gregory here we go Sean Williams to take Right, left, no danger there, dear listeners. That's a relief. What all? Great penalty, great penalty. Top left-hand corner, no danger for the goalkeeper. His hand was near it, but not in anywhere close proximity. Let's watch it again, the screen, high top left. He went the right way, the goalkeeper couldn't get near it. Sean Williams, 59 minutes, one all. Dodged the bullet and been given a lifeline, dear listeners. I'm mixing my metaphors like mad. I don't care. All forced to the Wigan uh, 36. 
halfway inside the middle half he sprays it out wide right 60 minutes 61 minutes looms that's a ball into the middle that's going to go harmlessly wide left going to go for a middle throw in dear listeners 61 62 minutes ball played across the face of own penalty area hoof clear in the end by the legs and co dancer lost his heart to a starship trooper remember that song Sarah Brightman here comes Jed Wallace attacking the right takes his man on goes by him like a knife through buzzer ball into the mix across the face of the six yard box goes for a goal kick 62 minutes Rise looking brighter Entree the silver fox Steve Morrison for Tom Elliott good applause for Tom Elliott he's not done too badly um, clearly clearly Steve Morrison will always be first choice but physically I'm afraid the, the season's years as I know myself take their toll he enters now in 65 minutes 25 minutes to go awful decision by the referee penalising Shane Ferguson for winning the ball to the uh, chagrin of the Den crowd as you can hear caribou energy drink mandarin orange flavour that sounds horrid doesn't it advertised on the lead screen uh, I prefer a nice cup of tea the kids the kids drink tea like they used to I was brought up on tea weren't you dear listeners I was having this debate earlier on today I had uh, a cup of tea at my mother-in-law's and just brought the crockery out two pop shot from distance there from the Wigan 8 that's wide left 67 minutes crockery saucers and, and teacups teapots the paraphernalia tea strainer the paraphernalia of a bygone age now it's all mugs of tea with a tea bag but um, I like a cup of tea I'll say it there I said it um, energy fizz drinks seem to me to be part of the decline of western society generally declining moral values and I put it all down to caribou fizzy drink um, that sponsors the league cup it's all down to that, that organisation which is the devil incarnate in my opinion but we've still got to keep it tight here come Wigan talk about cups and saucers my uncle Dave would always drink his tea out of the saucer he'd pour it into the saucer and drink it from the saucer intrigued me as a kid I never quite saw the point of it but that was his such was his want here come the lines on a break Leonard finds O'Brien on the left hand side he's attacks his man runs straight into him body checked by the legs and co dancer from the Sarah Brightman video concedes a free kick just outside the uh Probably a few yards short of the penalty, it's about 25 yards out, I guess. 71 minutes on the clock, it's going to be a left-sided free kick for Millwall. Shootable, too far to shoot, I think it's going to be a cross. Err on the side of caution, dear listeners. Or is it Jed standing over it? He does like a shot, old Jed, doesn't he? And we, we were calling upon him to be more ambitious. Let's see what he can do. Five-man wall in front of him. Here he goes, Jed Wallace to take, he digs it in, it's... Oh! Wide, wide left I thought that was in <laughs> a few thought that was in around me as you can probably tell let's watch it again on the screen it's digged in high and low and just put, just wide I thought maybe the goalkeeper got a hand to it but no it was actually wide right ball breaks from Mill this is now Ferguson coming down the left on 18 minutes Lions trying to press their advantage and get that decisive winning goal ball into the middle towards Morrison there it's going to go for a corner left side he floated in from the left deep to the near post there's Morrison into the mix and that's going to run clear Wigan defence will bring out in fact they've got a break on forward running out that Marlon Romeo he's got a man free on the, on the left if he can find him 
Little defenders getting back in numbers now, and that should be good enough there by Aidan O'Brien just to dispossess. That was a moment's panic stations there, dear listeners. Marlon wins the ball. Now he finds Lee Gregory down the right. He's onside. I thought he might have been hinted offside on 81 there. Jed's behind him. What can we do here? Takes his man on. He's roasted him there. He's got behind him. There's a ball back into the mix. This is Morrison. Falls now to Leonard's shot blocked. So many times have you heard that? This is Ferguson on the, le on the left side. Finds Gregory Ferguson. Ball back into the mix. 2-1! Steve Morrison! Away from the left. Morrison in space. Simple. Side for home. 2-1 Millwall. Wow. Some of us didn't see that one coming, dear listeners, as I'm sure you can detect. Just watch it again on the uh, big screen. Ferguson does well, takes and checks. 1-2 with Gregory, that was an old moment. He gets the byline back inside, and there's Steve Morrison to side for the end. Quite a simple goal in actual fact, but lovely work between Shane Ferguson and Lee Gregory down the left side there, dear listeners. 2-1 Millwall. 82 minutes, now Mill's just got to manage the game. I hate the term, I hate the, the whole modern idea of game management, but I'm going to settle for it because we're winning 2 1, we're desperate for the points. And um, on this occasion, I don't mind game management because it suits us. I know, it's hypocritical, but that's that. Take it or leave it. Return from injury from Sean Hutchinson late in the game. Um, Jed Wallace is coming out. Good game for Jed Wallace, I think he's probably been our most attractive player tonight. But in comes Sean Hutchinson to show up that middle defence. <laughs> 86 minutes. Good applause for Jed Wallace. Love the overreaction of the WhatsApp group there. Um, outstanding goals is Michael Avery. Fergie was unbelievable there. Harry Warren. Oh, you must have had a drink, Harry. Best goal he's seen a score in years, says Harry. Barcelona or Millwall, he compares that one. It was a good goal. Going a bit over the top there. I think got a bit silly. Harry Warren. We've still got work to do, dear listeners. Coming towards 87 minutes. Wigan are have a free kick. Just inside the middle half of the right. Need to stay switched on in defence. We've not looked switched on at times in this, this game. There's short ball there again, man in space. That should be blocked by Ryan Leonard, by Lee Gregory. Not Ryan Leonard. And hoofed clear by Sean Williams. You know? A little bit of space, that's finds Lee Gregory inside the box. Can he take and turn? He's deflected in the edge. It took a moment to win some space. Shot, pulled the trigger as they say, and caught a deflection. It's gone for a corner, left side. Corner's taken short. We're just trying to run the clock down. It's into the box. This is Aidan O'Brien. Back to goal. Back to, to, to Williams on the, on the left side. This is uh, Morrison. Runs it into the corner. Trying to do his thing over there. Let's go for a, 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 a Wigan throw. Dodge the bullet there. Whistles from the crowd. I think there's probably about another minute or so yet. There's the final whistle. 2-1 Millwall. That was a much-needed win. Um, tedious first half. Lively a second half, as you can probably tell from the commentary. Um, Lions did well to come from behind. Showed good character. We, the, the winning goal there was well worked down that left side. Nice and worked by Shane Ferguson, well finished by Steve Morrison, man of the match, I'm going to take Jed Wallace by man of the match, always look dangerous um, good character come back from that, it wasn't the greatest show it wasn't the greatest game of football I've ever seen in my life but, it's a win and there's a familiar song for you dear listeners take it away Francis Rossi 
the Lucas Ball Report. Right, it's a bit of a late one for me tonight, but that's a great win for Mill, isn't it? I mean, yeah, two uh, one nil down, come back to win two one, especially after the first half. They've been the dominant side, and then winning at the break one nil down, freak goal off the free kick just comes off Jed Wallace and got and beats Ben Amos. There's you know nothing either of them can do about it. And um, yeah, the way things have been going for the Lions recently, easy to let their heads drop at that point. You feel could have been game over, it's, and then you know you go into the second half, they they come out fighting again. Um, Sean Williams spoke really well at halftime. Neil Harris said in his post-match press conference. So obviously the line, the, you know, the lines kept going. Wigan did get themselves a penalty for a. I think I'm pretty sure it was a dive from uh, from James Vaughan. Luckily for Millwall, Josh Windus skied it well over the bar and um, you know gave the lines a route back into the game. A couple of minutes later, they got the penalty of their own. Aidan O'Brien fouled and. Then uh, Sean Williams duly converted from the spot before Steve Morrison come on to grab his first goal of the season late on. Two subs that, well, the two main subs, you know, who had significant game time tonight. Aidan O'Brien came on at half-time for James Meredith, met Shane Ferguson, dropped back to left-back. Inspired change by Harris. O'Brien was excellent. Ferguson was very good throughout and looked good at left-back as well. And then uh, after that, Steve Morrison came on for Tom Elliott, who, and Morrison was really off the pace, looked very good. Got obviously got himself his first goal of the season and Millwall's second goal some lovely build up play um, started with Wallace down the right nutmeg the defender put the cross in couldn't quite convert came out to Ferguson on the other side lovely play between him and Gregory I think it was then Ferguson just squares it for Morrison to tap in from a couple of yards really nice goal from Mill. and then they hold on to the end Sean Hutchinson comes on does well looks solid Mill solidified the defence at the end of the game and hold on for that 2-1 win I think probably the, the main question to be answered ahead of Saturday is, well, there's two main questions maybe. Uh, does Sean Hutchinson come in for Murray Wallace? Which, first off, I think the answer to is a certain yes. I think he has to. Murray Wallace, not at his best again tonight. Looks shaky. He, he can't judge a ball when it's in the air. And then uh, does, does Tom Elliott get dropped? I mean, Elliott did decently when he was on, but Morrison also played very well when he came off the bench. So plenty to think about for Neil Harris going into Saturday's game. Come on, you lines. It's a Wednesday morning, no, not so much of a nightmare, dear listeners, is it? After that much-needed 2-1 victory last night over Wigan Athletic, including a bizarre minute of two penalties, one at the middle end, blasted high over the bar, and one um, well within the minute later, apparently. I, I missed that um, in real time. I think I wasn't struck by the rapidity of the penalty awards in real time. I was just firstly uh, mulling over how unjust the penalty seemed to me inwardly awarded to Wigan, which is reinforced, incidentally, by some of the YouTube footage seen today on social media. It was a very, very... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. 
From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. decision to be absolutely honest with you dear listeners Marlon actually is in front of the uh, the player who goes down and the referee can't wait to give a penalty it's becoming a um, a regular thing um, I know that Neil Harris has already complained to the EFL's dodgy penalty commission uh, there's another one for that, that ever-growing list last night. As it was, we rode our luck. The Wigan player blasted high over the bar. That was a turning point mentioned by Neil Harris in the uh, post-match conference. And indeed, Wigan man- manager Cook, I don't know what his first name is, Cook, that's all he's got in John Kelly's Twitter feed, but Cook uh, says, rather strange comments in some ways, so, so honest, it's almost weird. Cook says, we scored totally against the run of play. Second half, Vaughan has a chance, but the penalty is a massive turning point. Had we gone 2-0 up, he says, this is a Wigan manager, it would have been very unjust. Very odd comments. I don't, apparently he was on the happy, clappy zone all, all, all night, high-fiving uh, mill players and probably trying to build friendships and linkages at the den or something. Maybe he was on happy pills. I don't know. Neil Harris says the game changed on the penalties. Let's be honest. Some of the play was outstanding, but we were nearly men in the first half. I thought we were very poor in the first half, dear listeners. Personally, um, second half much improved with the introduction of Aidan O'Brien, who gave us a bit of pace going down the left wing. Um, Neil Harris said to the boys at half-time, it's a tough place at the den when you're down, but the fans stuck with the players. 11,000 people there last night, incidentally. Um, I wasn't conscious of there being that many people in the den. It seemed rather sparse. I know that there's um, you know, articles online about how clubs reach attendance figures including season ticket holders who don't attend things of that kind but it didn't feel like 11,000 in the den last night but finally a bit of luck Neil says in, in the conference last night only time will tell in this game you need the luck we've been on a bad run with horrendous luck but now we've got seven points from four games a win incidentally it takes us out of the relegation zone up to 19th on now 13 points we've now got Rotherham and Reading uh, below us just in in league table but I am left with a lingering sense of worry over that first half performance reinforced incidentally by Twitter commentator Michael Wills who says we are so poor and devoid of quality it's fine praising the work rate of Elliot and Ferguson but there's no end product says Michael at least AOB finds in that occasionally I do agree we were poor in the first half Michael um, that's got to be something that concerns us all um, yes we livened it up in the second half but um, we, we look we look very flat in the, in the opening 45. The Greg Horror Show online says it's great to get three points and a decent performance in the end. In the in the end part being critical. Omar Ronane, Omar, got to get you back on the show sometime soon. Omar, uh, get in there, Millwall says Omar. Shane Ferguson, who'd have thought we'd even be speaking his name at the start of the season, putting the likes of Scalak, one of the forgotten men. 
bought in for big money to shame, says Omar. Indeed. Um, along with some of the others, uh, Tony Cliff and, and, and uh, Cara Khan, um, Bradshaw, money players not getting a place. Millwall halfway line says that that was an ugly win, but one that we really needed. Come on, you lion, says the Millwall halfway line. Agree with that. Um, Sean Williams, speaking on the on the club's official Twitter feed, says that we show that we never lay down. We look forward to the next game and performing like we have done in the last couple, says Sean Williams. Certainly the, the second half showing that, don't get me wrong, I'm being rather um, realistic, I suppose, but certainly the second half showing once Aidan O'Brien came in, and especially for me once Steve Morrison came in, was much improved. Um so you know, it's 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 the familiar faces that have have changed it for me. Um, Marine biologist A says there could have been some there, there were some good performances, but we could be better. Morrison is still a good impact sub, but has left some huge boots to fill. And the jolly green giant, who I take to mean Tom Elliott, doesn't seem to be clicking so far. Um, Stefan SP shows the reaction of the players at the end. A little bit of video. Um, the players really fired up over that win. That's good to see. There is spirit in the side, um, especially toward the end of the game. Less so in the first 45, as I've said. Jack TK has seen the replay of the penalty. Um, Romeo never touched the bloke. These decisions in the last two games have both been awful, says Jack TK. Make you right there. And finally, I think I agree with Jay Taylor who says, well, that was rather stressful. Me too, Jay, me too. Well, there we are. I hope you've enjoyed an impromptu midweeker Achtung Millwall. Um, I'm not around this weekend, so no show this weekend. There will be the Love Sport radio show on Friday night. Tune in for that. I think we've got Danielle, we've got Michael and Harry on this week's show. So tune in to Love Sport radio, 9 o'clock on uh, 558am and dab and online, and I dare say via the silicon chip implanted inside your head. You can probably receive it in all sorts of methods. So that's Friday night. Um, following Friday, I'm on the Love Sports show. That's the, not this Friday, following Friday. I'm back on that one. So I'll be there for that. I'm not around for the Brentford game. Apologies in advance. Too tedious a story attached to that, but I can't make Brentford. Um, so the next Achtung Millwall proper, in that sense, will be... For the Norwich game, November the 10th, uh, I'll be there for that That game. You'll get a, an Achtung show, God willing, inshallah, whatever deity you follow. And um, I'll also be on the Love Sport Friday night. So, hope you've all enjoyed last night's win. Arriva Adachi Mill Wall. You've been listening to Achtung Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.